You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. We're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Gloomy, rainy day today. <laughs> Way to get people... Maybe it's not that way across the listening area. I know. Heather, did you think about that? I'm, I'm, I'm actually traveling to Fargo today, so if you want me to give you an update, I can. <laughs> Ra- Rachel, how's the weather in Fargo? Rachel. Rachel. It's a little bit cloudy. Right uh, well, well, better than how Heather's describing Sioux Falls this morning. Gloomy, rainy. It's one of those days you want to just leave your sweatshirt on and cuddle up and read a book next to the fire this with a true. cup of hot chocolate. This is the day where you want the fireplace if you don't have one. Yeah. I have a fake one. Have you turned on your furnace yet? <laughs> I did once, <laughs> and I turned it back on. I turned my ours on about a month ago just to make sure it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big debate in my house, because when, when I've got the... The lovely mother, whose birthday is today, 70th, Happy bir- the big 70, 70th birthday today. Are we, are we naming your mom on the air? Or? Everybody knows who my mom is. Lin- but, and Lin- she's Linda? Linda Baldwin. Baldwin manager so, of the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. Stop by and say hey. Tell her happy birthday. She's a... Everybody, everybody knows who she is. <laughs> so... Yeah, wish Linda a happy birthday. But there we go. Anyway, so moving on to things all about us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are so the, like, hey, you are the youngest. You're the younger of your two sisters. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Okay, set ablaze. Yes, ma'am. So, okay, I feel like there's a lot of things that are being presented. So we had... And don't ask me what it is. <laughs> we had the theme. What? The Nasus and Vision? The Vision for the okay. Diocese. And that's like an ongoing thing. That's yeah. not just like a one-year no, thing. Correct. Right, right, it's right, not right. a one. No, no. Correct. All right. Okay. So then we've got that. And then and then we've got the Eucharistic Revival. Yep. So that's another thing. We had the Synod and Synodality before that. Yes. Yep. And so I just feel like there's a lot of things that are being presented to us. And a new thing here has been presented to us by the diocese, by the bishop. Does it tie into any of these other things? So, I, well, I think at least partially by partially by bishop's design, yes. By God's providential design, absolutely. So, set a blaze for folks maybe who aren't aware. Um, it, this is uh, the theme, the name for uh, a, a pastoral planning process for the diocese of Falls. But, but hold on, don't, 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 oh, pastoral planning process. No, 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 don't, don't change that dial. Um, so, um, and, and if, even if you're outside the diocese who falls, I would encourage you to listen because I think, um, I think you might find something that will be of interest and in, in use in your own journey as well. So yeah, so in the diocese who falls, you know, Bishop DeGruy became our bishop February of 2020. So about two and a half years ago, a little over now. It feels longer than that, doesn't it? It does. I think because I think COVID is. He moves quickly. Well, he does move quickly, yeah. and and COVID just like made two years feel like 20. This is true. Um, so Bishop early on in his time as our as our bishop um, sensed a, a particular direction to lead the diocese of Sioux Falls, 
and and that became the diocesan vision, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love, uh, which is is um, the, the particular verbiage, and and there are some emphases that are. Uh, specific to our diocese, but in many ways, it's just the call to the new evangelization that is for every diocese, every Catholic. So this this will be our vision potentially forever. Yeah, well, at least for be. Bishop's time here. Right. But in the okay. sense that it's, it, well, yeah, again, it's got its specific nuances, mm-hmm. um, but in a way, it's just the vision of what it means to be a Catholic in 21st century American culture. Um, so the vision lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. I'm called to deepen my own relationship with God uh, and to help others to do the same my entire life with all the gifts that the Catholic Church has to bear. And why do I do this? Because of God's love for me and for everybody else and my love for him and everybody else. That's it. All right. In a nutshell, that's what it is. So there's that at the very diocesan level. Then okay. uh, shortly after, I think shortly after, uh, globally, actually this was announced I think before Bishop got here, but we have this worldwide synod on synodality, um, which is still in progress, but in our diocese last fall, fall, spring, yeah. Fall. Uh, yeah. About a Late year last ago. Fall. Yep. And in, into the winter, through the winter, we had a survey that was done. There were listening groups um, just for, for the, the invitation for um, Catholics to gather together around the Word of God with prayer to discuss important issues in the life of the church globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how we did in our diocese was what I just described S- survey, listening groups, and so on. Again, um, important questions we come together with prayer around the word of god to discuss and discern these important questions then that's globally then nationally (laughs) the bishops (laughs) of the united states announced we're gonna have a a national eucharistic revival for three years we kicked it off back in june just a couple of few months ago um and the goal here is just to raise people's awareness of the great gift of the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, which we get to literally receive into our bodies and souls through Holy Communion offered, obviously, most typically at Mass. Well, and the statistics of how many Catholics yes. actually believe that right. is scarily low. Scarily, yes, scarily low. Is that a profession? Uh, is that a real word? That, I'm not well, sure. well, it, it it's is. a word um, that you said, so I think that makes it real, but it, it is, is it grammatically today. correct? <laughs> So, so nationally, so we have, again, this diocesan vision. We've got to grow closer to God. We've got the, the, this worldwide synod. We need to, to together with prayer uh, around the word of God, discuss these important questions. And now nationally, we've got this, we need to grow for ourselves and then help others grow uh, in, in an appreciation of and awareness of the reality and power of the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Amen. Then... <laughs> I know, to. so it's not just me. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, there, there's, there's, but they do. They, Heather, I'm just. Um, Father Scott Trainer is my boss, vicar for lay and clergy formation. He he really is articulated well. Just how the, all these things fit together, and I and I absolutely agree with him. I love it uh, because we have this diocesan vision, which is the new evangelization. Let's grow in relationship with God, all of us. And let's all of us help others grow in relationship with him as well. Mm -hmm. Not just when we die, but today. And we'll bear the fruit of that today. Let's wake up. Let's get on fire. Yeah. Okay? 
then we have the, the Worldwide Synod. What is God asking of us today as Catholics around the world? Let's discuss, let's discern, let's pray, and, uh, led by God's God as he's revealed his will to us, especially through the teachings of the church, most especially the Bible. Uh, let's grow in uh, appreciation for, again, the gift of the Eucharist. And now, again, locally, let's be set ablaze. So the, it's a pastoral planning process. So we're, we're looking at things like just uh, the relationship between parishes, how, how parishes might be able to um, work together more fruitfully, more effectively, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But why are we doing it? So there's, there's all sorts of reasons why one might undergo a pastoral planning process like this. There had to be good reasons because it's a lot of work. I mean, this yeah. is this is a multi-year process mm -hmm. to look at these relationships, linkages between parishes, potentially, who knows? Um, but why are we doing this? Uh, to me, this is because it's a response to the diocesan vision. It's a response to the call to discuss and discern important matters in life. It's 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 in response to the need to grow in awareness of the power of the Eucharist. Uh, it's we, we need as Catholics in Eastern South Dakota to be set ablaze to allow the Holy Spirit to do His thing. The thing that He's this is He's not. It's not like He's doing something that He's never sought to do before. He right. might be doing it in a new way in the lives of individuals and communities. But God is always trying to wake us up and to set us on fire. Uh, he always wants to make me my family, my community, my parish, my diocese burn and shine more brightly with God's divine love and charity by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that as I live my life, as I bump into people, because I'm on fire or a little more on fire, mm -hmm. I'm more likely to set them on fire as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> Again, this is a, another image for Father Scott. Father Scott wants to see all sorts of spiritual arsonists running around. <laughs> I love um, it. I yeah. love it. And we go back, that goes back to the Dawson vision, but especially with the theme for our pastoral planning process set ablaze. Uh, and and we, we can talk more about the, 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 some of the, the, the nuts and bolts, the nitty gritty of the why. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, a, again, the thing about the theme set ablaze. We want to be set on fire with the power of the Holy Spirit for the love of God in and through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So, um, Heather, could we maybe go to break a little bit early? I bet we could. Uh, and then we'll come back and talk about some of the nitty-gritty. There's a lot of data that's been collected mm -hmm. uh, just in the early process of looking at this, which I think is also speaks to, again, you don't just do this at the top, the top of a hat. Why now? Uh, yeah. There, there are good reasons for the... Well, it's like we've the asked the questions, <clears throat> and now we hear we can see the... Soft spots. Exactly. Yep. So, yep. okay. Well, folks, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have more discussion about Set Ablaze here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. More Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? 
Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. I guess my two favorite programs are the Journey Home, just because I love stories and I love stories of faith, and so almost always delightful to listen to. And then Alcrest in the afternoon is my second favorite. Um, he has so many book reviews, and I love to read, and you know, so many books, so little time. But I love uh, the people that he interviews, and yeah, so those are my two favorites. Yep. I, I would agree. I, I really like uh, listening to the program Returning Home, but as Sean mentioned, I have a very early adoration hour, so I, I always listen to Mother Angelica and the, and, and the Holy Rosary on the way at 3.30 a.m., and, and then I and then usually, my at least in the, in the summertime, my routine is then headed out and run through a bunch of cows and whatnot, so I usually listen to, to Morning Glory and the Sunrise Morning Show and get all kinds of fun tidbits and some news, and, and it's really refreshing and enjoyable thing, something I look forward to when I step out of the church. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're broadcasting today from the Pastoral Center here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We've been chatting about our diocesan's new, I don't know, theme? Planning process. Planning process. Okay. Called Set Ablaze. So a lot of times I feel, as a human, layperson, member of the church, (laughs) (laughs) that there's a lot of talking does that ever make sense to you? Absolutely. There, there's a lot of discussion. Like yes. I have a yes. lot, in my world I have a lot of meetings about working. Can I just go work? Amen, Heather. <laughs> I mean, nothing against Real Presence Radio. No, Mark, no. Mark, but in general. Keep keep Heather Mark. Don't <laughs> <laughs> But in general, yeah. I just yep. can I just work. Yep. So can we hear how set a blaze is going to really happen and well, <laughs> you know what That's, I mean. I do, I do. So a couple of things about. It. So first of all, I want to emphasize. I think again, what we're talking about here uh, could be applied to anybody living in any diocese in many ways. Absolutely. So, um, but especially if for folks living in the diocese of Sioux Falls, I'd encourage you to go. Uh, if if you're registered at one of our parishes, uh, you got an email. But if you're not registered, you can just go to Set Ablaze SF. Dot org. Set ablaze sf.org. So S E T A B L A Z E S F 
as in Sioux Falls, not San Francisco, <laughs> dot org. Um, and you can find uh, Bishop DeGrood's pastoral letter uh, on, on Set Ablaze. You can find all sorts of data, all sorts of charts, PDFs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to your heart's content about, um, basically about what's being done and, and why it's being done. But, so Heather, here's the thing, though. When you're looking at planning processes, which is uh, is always going to affect the life of people. I mean, how will my parish be? Will my parish be affected? How will my parish be affected? All those things. It just in order to, we we don't just want. Okay, when I say we here, I, I, I think I, I think I'm I'm very confident Bishop DeGrood would would say I don't just want to do this to people or to parishes, whatever the this might end up being. Right. Um, and so, I, I, in other, I want people to be involved and part of it. Why, why do you think that would be? Bishop hasn't said this, but I'm just knowing. So they take ownership. Exactly, take ownership. So so they embrace it. Mm-hmm. So so that they're participants in the process and not just recipients recipients of it. And let alone quote unquote victims, right? So yeah, so so to be involved in the process. So that that's I think part of why some conversation is necessary. Yeah, you can go conversation nauseum, discussion nauseum, and never ne- nothing ever actually gets done. That's yeah. definitely not. I know Bishop's approach when it comes to to set a blade. Bishop himself, he's a doer. I mean, yes. he does want to, okay. to um, at some point, get on with the getting on. Um, so I think it's important that there be conversations, but also, all right, what is the best thing to do when we're talking about how we organize our parishes and within our parish, how we organize the life of our parishes? Uh, I, I think it is important, again, to have conversations. Lord, how are you working? Maybe you're, maybe you're giving an idea to this person or this group of parishioners that is really key. So it's, it's Bishop's approach, Bishop DeGrid's approach, uh, this goes back to the vision as well, is very much not a top-down it really, he desires it to be bottom up. Hmm. So, Lord, how are you working and speaking? Yes, through me, in my mind, my heart, as Bishop of the Diocese who falls. But also, I want to listen and see how are you speaking through the people of the, the other, the rest of the people of the diocese, the priests certainly, the clergy certainly. Yeah. Um, well, because there might be some Rhonda Gruenwalds exactly in that parish. Yep. Yep, from our last segment, who's on fire, in her case, been on fire for years, uh, to uh, raise awareness about vocations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so there might be, again, exactly, so there might be people uh, who are really being uh, driven by the Holy Spirit to do something amazing. So I think that's why there has to be some conversation, sure. but then it does have to lead to action. So that's sort of discernment. Okay, sort of collecting the data, if you will, literally in the case of Set of Blaze, uh, collecting that data uh, and having then discuss- those discussions to discern, all right, Lord, what is the best thing for us to do as we're organizing our life as Catholics in Eastern South Dakota? Hmm. So, so well, go ahead. Well, and it's kind of exciting and scary to me also. Um, because I've, I've watched the bishop's video and read his, um, you know, the th- statements that he has put out. And it, honestly, I'm just going to speak honestly as a parishioner of the diocese. It, it, it's really exciting because the bishop thinks outside the box. Yep. But it's also really scary because... Bishop's thinking outside the box. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So it's so. This is where 
I, I, I'll say it to Heather. I'll say it to every person who's already maybe in, is in the same boat or might be in the same boat uh, down the road. Trust in the Lord. Yeah. Um, uh, so, again, Bishop DeGroote is not doing this top down. He's not imposing it. Right. He's leading us as right. he's called to do as our shepherd. Yeah. Um, but he is a man of deep prayer and discernment and he and discussion. He wants to include people. So there, there will be as things get concrete and specific proposals um, are, are are going to be made. There will be the opportunity for for Catholics to, in Eastern South Dakota to to speak into that, to offer their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And our and our Good. bishop wants us to do that. But he is a man of prayer. But pray for him, but just pray for this process in general. I was having a conversation just the other day with a number of DREs from our diocese, mm-hmm. uh, and just the idea came out of, um, especially those people who, who have that, that gift of intercessory prayer, to be asking those people, not just inviting, but asking those folks and everybody else, pray for this planning process. Pray for Set Ablaze, that the Lord's will will truly be done, because... If it's the Lord's will, will the Lord ask us sometimes to do to change? Yeah, He does it all the time. Yeah. It's called it's called the call to holiness. Yeah. Me becoming holy requires me changing, but changing like yeah, in, this, in the context of set ablaze, maybe changing how my parish operates or uh, sharing priests, maybe whatever it end, the, the, the specific proposals mm-hmm. end up being. Um, can that be hard? Absolutely. But the Lord always gives us everything that we need Amen. to do what he asks us to do. Amen. So if, if we're covering this process in prayer, uh, as we already have been, if, if it's well, discern, well discussed, well discerned, as, as I'm confident it has been and will continue to be, then let's trust the Lord and, and, and know that he will give me everything that I need. And, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, Heather, let's say it wasn't well discussed. Let's say it wasn't well discerned. Let's say Bishop DeGroote was not a man. Let's make this the worst case scenario. Let's say that (laughs) it blows up my life. Is the Lord still in this for you and for me? Absolutely. Absolutely he is. So the worst case scenario, which thanks be to God, we are not going to be faced with, but the worst case scenario, which is just a travesty of, <laughs> of a planning process, is Jesus Christ with, would he be with me in that? Yes, yeah. he would. Be. Would he give me everything that I need, every grace that I need to, <laughs> to, to go through whatever horrible thing I'd be going through? Yes, yeah. because that's what he always does. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, is how many times in our lives has there been a big problem, big issues, or how are we going to get through this? It's kind of like that moment in the movies when, you know, they're going to die because there's no way they can get out of this. And then there's something creative that happens and they and they survive and they get out. And it's the same way I feel like in my life or most people's lives. If you're coming up against something that just seems totally radical, totally impossible, it's amazing how creative God can be. Absolutely, you know. And then you're just like, I never would have thought of that. I never would have dreamt yep. that would work, you yep. know. And I'll hear things like, "Okay, we're proposing to do this, this, and this," and I'll be like, "That's insane! No way!" They do it, and you're like, "Oh wow! Okay, that actually worked." Yep. So maybe to have a little bit of an open mind too. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I just want to, as we're starting to 
to, to wrap up this segment, connect this set of blaze with the diocesan vision. Okay. Um, bishop, when he became our bishop, uh, very much uh, just kind of looking at the state of affairs in the church, uh, is not, was not and is not interested in just managing a slow decline. So, and Heather, if you go to setablazesf.org and you look mm-hmm. at the PDFs and so on, there is there's the reality of slow decline going on in our diocese. COVID number didn't help of that. COVID and COVID, but even pre-COVID, yeah. just number like if you look at the data, numbers of Catholics, numbers of mass going Catholics, numbers of first communions, baptisms, um, Catholic marriages, slow, over the last ten, fifteen years, not a drastic, not a steep decline, but but a, a slight slow decline. Mm-hmm. Bishop DeGroote is not interested in managing, as our bishop, a, a decline of any, sl- st- any sort, steep or slow. He wants us to respond. He trusts in the Lord, and he wants all of us to respond to the Lord's invitation to draw closer to him and go into his vineyard and get to work. And How help others And help others come to know him. Yeah, amen. It, it really is. I mean, again, I said pastoral planning process. Hold on. Don't, don't change the dial. Uh, because the, there is the, 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 this could be done in a very, quote, unquote, corporate bureaucratic way. Yes. And it so is not uh, being done that way. It's being spirit-driven. It's spirit-filled. Lord, what do you desire for us to do in how we organize the life of this diocese such that we can be set on fire by your Holy Spirit and we can set others on fire as, as well by the same Spirit? So... We're at the first part of Set Ablaze. Yep. How yep. long is it going to last? Uh, well, it's going to be, I think, it's, I think multi-year process. Yeah. Okay. If you go to setablaze.org, uh, uh, right at the top there, there's four buttons across the top, home, about resources, and so on. Well, if you click on, if you hover over about, you'll get to timeline, oh. uh, and that'll just give you a sense of where things are going. You can also okay. enter your name and email address and so on to... Uh, get updates as the planning process moves forward. So, folks, I would encourage you, inform yourself, pray, pray for an openness on maybe your part, but people, part of the other people in the diocese to whatever the Lord's will uh, is, and then pray that the Lord would just saturate this process in that Holy Spirit that we would all, so that we would all be set ablaze by him. Awesome. So excited. Looking forward to it. All right, we have to take a break because it's coming up to the end of the hour. Yep. So we have uh, Maggie Price and Jacob Fisher coming on next. I'm super excited to have them in studio. They'll be here with us in just a minute. But first, folks, we need to take a break. If you've missed any of our discussion the first hour, feel free to go to our website, realpresenceradio.com, or you can download our app. It is free, and you can listen to podcasts on there. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. More Real Presence Live right after this. 